You're listening to the Elder Llama Podcast, the show that inspires curious minds to ponder the secrets of the universe. My name is Erica Mezqua. I'm a UCLA undergrad STEM major, and in this podcast, I combine my knowledge of astrophysics, evolutionary biology, and the nature of the human mind to make cohesive observations about the world. All right, now we're recording. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, today, I want to talk about subconscious programming and just sharing some of the insights that I've been making lately, taking some courses from various other YouTubers and thought leaders, uh, journaling a lot. My life lately has been a lot of being at home and just visioning, envisioning the future and like what I want to create. And with this comes the purification of the mind, specifically the subconscious, right? Aligning that with the reality I want to create. And I want to share this in a way that I think is going to be very beneficial to you uh, and to your life and to your vision. So to start, I just got back from a summer in drum corps, which is pretty much like club marching band, you know, two months on tour, going around the country competing and it was very fun, very difficult, a lot of leadership experience, and now I'm back home. So the pace is much slower. Here in Kansas City, I've been able to really settle down and, and just like be a child to my parents again, focusing mostly, like almost exclusively on my routine, my growth, and dialing in the vision. So, and, and of course, that's the theme of this episode, right? I've been taking this course by Joseph Rodriguez, who is a YouTuber. He does a lot of videos on subconscious programming, and I've just really leveled up. To start, you're the creator of your reality, right? We've talked about that before, how you can cultivate your environment and your mind such that you create a reality that you actually love. And I've really been leveled up by this new paradigm of like the subconscious is creating your reality right? It's kind of obvious, right? Like imagine somebody who has a belief of like, I am not worthy. How do you think their life is going to be affected? As opposed to somebody who has a belief of, I am very worthy. I'm enough. I'm loved. I'm worthy of love. I'm abundant. Like those beliefs are going to shape your reality, right? It's going to affect your thoughts, your actions, the relationships you attract and think you're worthy of, uh, the opportunities you seize, etc. So, When we change the subconscious, we change. And when we change, our reality changes. That's what we're here to do. So it starts with the belief that you're able to create your reality, that you are not a victim to your circumstances or your genes. And that you, if you can imagine it, if you can hold it in your mind, you can hold it in your hands. First, identify what your vision is. What do you want to create? Know it in vivid detail. See it in your imagination. What is your lifestyle like? What kind of work are you doing? What relationships are you tracking into your life? Maybe you like to travel or you want a specific type of car or house. Or do you want to live in a specific city? Maybe it's more feelings and beliefs and values. What are those? Who is the ideal version of you of the future? The version of you who has everything they want, who is serving the world, who is in their best selves, and who is helping others do that, right? Create that vivid image of it. 
right? So for me personally, I'll share this as an example. I want to help others step into their higher self, help them become activated so that they can express whatever gifts they're meant to express in the highest expression, right? And I believe that by doing this, my impact will be multiplied because I will not necessarily be doing the one doing the art or the engineering or the coaching or the et cetera, but I will have inspired multiple people to do those things at their highest expression. So my vision is to do that through events, retreats, and teaching. So I see myself as a public speaker. I see myself podcasting, interacting with the visionaries, thought leaders of the world, picking their brains and connecting those people who are ready for the next level of life and for the next level of humanity in a global community. And that is what my brother and I's company is, Interaction. Our mission is to connect those creators of the world and to facilitate the next evolution of humanity, right? And that's going to come through next level of businesses, next level of education, of health, wellness, mental health, etc. So that's my vision, right? And I think the hardest part is not creating it. The hardest part is identifying what you want to create. It's like you going into that dark room of your mind and shining a flashlight in there. The flashlight being your attention and your time. Because you can't really bring about a vision and visualize it if you don't put in the time. So sit with yourself. Ask yourself, what do you want? What do I want? And write about it. Write about it in vivid detail. That's what the journal's for, right? Harnessing that creative energy, focusing it, and allowing you to actually like create an image, draw from the depths of your mind a vivid picture of what your vision is. Okay, so once that's done, and it'll keep evolving through your entire life, so I'm told. Once that's done, the next step is to identify what the what your identity is in that vision. So who are you? I'm going to get some water here. Who are you in that vision? What are your capabilities? What do you feel internally? What kind of relationships do you have? What are your values? What are your beliefs? What are your routines, your habits? Like you could probably be safe to assume that the best version of yourself does some sort of consistent exercise. Right, you can probably be certain that the best version of yourself feels a lot of love and generosity and abundance. And they're living in those higher emotions. You can be certain that the highest version of yourself has released shame and guilt and fear. And while at times you still confront those, they have the tools to be able to transcend those lower emotions and transmute them into higher emotions of love, abundance, clarity. So really identify who are you in this vision? Right? And some of the things we identify are our values, what are our beliefs, what kind of capabilities and skills do we have, and do we need to cultivate in order to become this version of ourselves? What kind of car do you drive, if that's something that you care about? Right? And I said that in, the, in what is the vision, 
but your vision and your identity are very much in, entwined. Joseph Rodriguez and Neville Goddard, they have this concept of living in the end, which is living as if you already have all of those things. Living as if you are already that person, right? Maybe you start embodying the routine of your higher self. Maybe your higher self gets up a little earlier than you do now. Maybe they actually do their hair and dress up, right? This is going to shift your state. It's going to shift how you feel about yourself. By you embodying right now, don't even freaking wait, embody it now, the person you want to be, you will shift reality, right? Because you will shift the thoughts you experience, the emotions, and thus the actions, and thus your reality as a whole. And this is that new paradigm of creating your reality from the inside out, where now it's not so much going out and hustling and grinding. Certainly there's an element of work that needs to be done, but it starts from the inside of occupying that internal state of who you want to become. By doing so, entering the reality that is in line with that vision. So first, what is your vision, right? Second, identify who you are in that vision and become them. Study their habits, their routines, their beliefs, their values, and step into that reality of yourself. And you commit to carrying out the actions that are necessary, right? Commit to learning the capabilities and skills that are in line with that person. And this way, you're going to start becoming that. The world around you will harmonize to reflect that which the subconscious takes to be true. Third step. Align your mind. Purify your mind. Introspect upon your subconsciousness upon your subconscious beliefs your emotions your thoughts and purify them what does this mean it means learning what assumptions and beliefs your subconscious has made about the world and ensuring that they are aligned with your highest reality let's say that i realize that i have a limiting belief of i am not enough I realized that at one point in my life, I received information from my environment or from somebody else that what I was doing was not enough. And I internalized this as I am not enough. This is a common belief. And it's detrimental because that belief can pervade throughout your entire life if you don't stop to actually look at it, right? And one can imagine the billionaire who is absurdly wealthy and who still feels like he's not enough he still has that insecurity why because it's has nothing to do with your outward outer state it has nothing to do with your external world it has everything to do with your feeling with your internal state and so we start there how do you actually identify your limiting beliefs here's the key where there is resistance and reactivity there is a belief Okay, so the next time you feel resistance for doing to do 
when you're about to do something or resistance to working or working out or you feel some sort of strong reaction to something or a person, environment, situation, etc. That needs to trigger you. That needs to make you realize, like, okay, what's going on here? Right? Become alert in that moment. And follow that emotion to its root. Ask yourself, where does this come from? Let's say that I know I'm supposed to work out right now, but I just don't want to. I really don't want to. It's like, it takes so much willpower for me to get up and go do it. If I follow that resistance down into my subconscious, I will find that I probably have a belief of exercise is difficult. Exercise is, it takes a lot of time and it requires pain and suffering. And when there's awareness of that, you can actually start to change that into something much more empowering and automatic. Like, when I exercise, I am filled with inspiration. And I'm able to show up into all other areas of my life with energy and clarity. When I exercise consistently, I'm practicing a discipline that will show up in my work, in my relationships, in my emotions. When I exercise, I actually have fun and I approach it as playing and not so much rigid structure, more moving my body, warming up and feeling good. And when I do it, I feel really freaking good, right? That belief, right? And what I just said can also be an affirmation of an auto suggestion that you impress upon your subconscious by repeating it, by writing it down, by feeling it. That belief is going to change the way you interact with exercise, right? And once you make a default through all those methods of auto-suggestion, of affirmation, etc., then it's not going to take willpower to work out anymore. It's going to be effortless, right? It's going to be like effortless action. It's automated. And this way, we start to flow through life. When we purify the mind to a significant degree, then we're going to start flowing through criticism, through challenges, through adversity. Anything we can face from our environment, we can flow through because our beliefs are empowering and aligned. Right? Let's take another example. And we're going deep here because... You know, maybe we're saying the same thing, but saying the same thing will allow the subconscious to really understand it. It's like a 3D object that you look at from one perspective. You get some information about it, but if you look at it from multiple perspectives, multiple ways of expressing it, you're really going to create a complete mental image of the object. So... Follow that resistance. Whenever you feel resistance or that you need a willpower to do something, that is data for optimization. It tells you that there's optimization to be had here. Another example. I'll give you a personal example. For a long time, I posted on Instagram and did reels. And I had like probably like a year streak of doing it consistently. And then I took a few months off 
And when I came back, I realized that I had lost a lot of that, that callousness, or rather, um, what's a better way to put it? I had lost the sort of numbness to people's criticism and being able to take that. And so when I came back to putting, posting reels a few weeks ago, I, I faced some criticism and some haters. And whereas before, like, I wouldn't mind that much, it really, like, I felt it emotionally. And that was an opportunity to me, an opportunity for me to check in and discover more about the nature of my subconscious. And in this way, beliefs, they, or rather reactions become opportunities for growth, right? Because we can, we get to gain insight into what our subconscious mind is like. And so with this particular situation, I asked myself, like, why am I feeling like this? I've been here before. But at the bottom, I guess there must be some belief that is something like what people say is personal. And when somebody offers criticism, they are directly attacking my identity. And you can see how that's disempowering, right? And so I, I switched it into something like when I experience criticism, that is information that I can either use to improve my mode of operating or discard. It's nothing to do with me. It's something I can either use to my benefit or just discard. And in that way, criticism just becomes information for optimization. And you kind of protect yourself from the personality of it and being, you know, having your identity on the line. So the next time you feel resistance or you need willpower to do something, check in and reframe that belief such that it's something that is aligned with your vision. There's kind of like the, I guess this paradigm of creating in the world from the inside out is not really caught up with the Western world. I feel like most people don't do the inner work before they start, you know, working on their businesses, um, et cetera. And let's say they start making wealth and those subconscious beliefs are still there. And so it doesn't matter what, what changes in the outer world, they're still going to be perceiving from the reality that which their subconscious mind assumes to be true. So we can start to see the importance of purifying the subconscious of aligning it with what we actually want to create. I hope this is helpful. I will challenge you to take a few moments to think about what you want. What is your vision? Maybe you want to travel. Maybe you want friends and a cool community of creators that you love. Whatever it is, identify a vivid vision. Write it down. Write about it. Next, identify what your identity is in this vision. Who are you? What are, behave what are your behaviors? What's your environment like? Where do you hang out? What are your skills and capabilities? What are your beliefs? What are your values? Etc. And the third thing is purify the mind. Identify your limiting beliefs through the methods that we discussed. Of following resistance, following emotional reactivity, following overreaction to the root. And turn those beliefs into something empowering. Something that when installed into your subconscious through affirmation and writing down and stuff 
is going to lead to effortless action to where the course of least resistance is doing those actions of getting up and working out, of assuming criticism to be beneficial and helpful and impersonal, of believing at a deep subconscious level that you're worthy, that you're worthy of love, that you're successful, that you're abundant, etc. And in this way, from the inside out, we start to create our realities. So that's my challenge to you. I hope this was insightful. I hope this was helpful. Use this to create your highest self, highest reality, and to uplift humanity in the process. We might as well. We're in this boat together. And it'd be really, really cool if we survived for a couple million years, I think. That would be really awesome. So cheers, my friends. I wish you a great day. Adios.